Aquaman. Yo. What's up with it? <clears throat> yeah, nigga. In the building. Let's get it popping, bragging, going, moving in the right directions. Johnny Depp versus Amber Heard trial in motion. Boss Mike Topsoil tapping in, man. You know I'm here for you, nigga. We're covering it, man. So let's get get in there, man, and see what's popping. Um, boom. Was the producer uh, Peter Saffron? Who was the director? Okay, we got a deposition uh, unfolding. Did Warner Brothers believe that those concerns were legitimate? Uh, yeah, I mean, I had no reason not to. Peace and blessings. Hit the like button on the way in. And you are testifying today as a representative of Warner, correct? Yes, I am. What, if any, creative concerns did Warner Brothers have about casting Amber Heard as Mira in Aquaman 2? It was the concerns that were brought up uh, at the wrap of the first movie production the first movie which is the issue of chemistry did the two have chemistry um you know i think editorially they were able to to make that relationship work in the first movie but there was a concern that it took a lot of effort to get there and would we be better off recasting finding someone who had better more natural chemistry with jason momoa uh, and move forward that way did warner brothers uh seven gentlemen steps affirmatively to audition other actresses for the role of Mira in Aquaman 2? No, we did not. Other than the creative concerns and concerns about chemistry you testified about, was there any other reason Warner Brothers delayed in picking up Ms. Herbert's option for Aquaman 2? No, it was all it was all concerns about whether she was the right bit of casting for the movie. What role, if any, did Ms. Hurd's dispute with Johnny Depp have in Warner Brothers' delay picking in picking up Ms. Hurd's option for Aquaman 2? There was, there was none from our end. At any point in time, was Warner Brothers considering paying Ms. Heard more money for Aquaman 2 than is set forth in the option contract you previously identified? No. As I said, we, we, were, we were determined to hold our actors to their option agreements. Would Warner Brothers have paid Ms. Heard more money on Aquaman 2 if it had picked up her option earlier? No. At any time, dude, coming with that ice cold. <laughs> he coming with that ice cold. All that, yeah. From 
the Aquaman 2 contract? No. At any point in time from the beginning of history to today, any did point Warner time Brothers history. rehire Ms. Heard for Aquaman 2? No, because we just picked up her option. And, and when is the last time you spoke with Rob Cohen uh, relating in any manner to whether to exercise the option on Amber Heard for Aquaman 2? No, it would have been the same time that I was having those conversations with Peter Safran. So in 2020. Did you speak with Zack Snyder at all relating to whether to exercise the option for Amber Heard on Aquaman 2? No, I've not had any conversations with Zack Snyder. Did you speak at all with Jason Momoa in preparation for your uh, deposition today? No. Have you ever spoken with Jason Momoa about any issues relating to chemistry between he and Amber Heard? Um, yes. When did you speak with Jason Momoa about chemistry issues between he and Amber Heard? It would have been in that same time period where we were... Hit the like button on the way in. Now, you were asked some questions about scripts. Uh, did you review any of the drafts of the script for Aquaman 2? Yes. When? I, I, part of my role is I read all the drafts of the scripts as they come in. When was the first script for Aquaman 2? Oh, boy. I cannot tell you. Probably in 2018, the latter part of 2018 would be my guess. And how many versions of the script had been written by... Casino C was good. We up in here vibing. Oh, there, there were probably half dozen drafts of the script. All right, what, if anything, did Rob Cowan say to you about chemistry? What specifically about the chemistry between Amber Heard and Jason Momoa? Just the, the fact that they didn't really have a lot of chemistry together. Um, you know, the, the reality is... It's not uncommon on movies for, for two leads to not have chemistry and that it's sort of movie magic and editorial, the ability to sort of put performances together and with the magic of, you know, a great score and, and how you put the pieces together, you can you can fabricate sort of that chemistry. Um, and so I think in, in at the end of the day, I think if you watch the movie, they look like they had great chemistry. But I just know that through the course of the post-production that it took a lot of effort to get there. Sometimes you don't. Sometimes it's very easy. You just put the, you know, characters on the screen together and they work. And sometimes it's harder. And so, can you give me any? Those sound believable. What it was? He sounds believable. And Jason Momoa that was difficult. Chief Wildfire was good. Because you know, it's 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 like what makes a movie star a movie star. Like you 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 know it when you see it, and the chemistry wasn't there. Now, you've used the term fabricated a number of times. What did you do to fabricate the chemistry between Amber Heard and Jason Momoa? Well, those are just, it, it, it's editorial. A good editor and a good filmmaker can pick the right takes, can pick the right moments, and put scenes together. Again, score is a big, you know, the music in a scene makes a big difference. You can make a happy scene feel sadder or a sad scene feel happier. Uh, and so it was sort of the... It's it's 
it's just the magic of post-production, um, editing, sound, sound design, music, etc. What, what do you mean by fabricating, though? I mean, were they literally falsifying, or were they no. just picking the best no. music? Let me just finish my question. Um, were they picking the best music and picking the best looks because that's their job and that's what you do on every set? That, that is what we do in, in post-production. That's what filmmakers do. They, they, no, they, yeah, they, 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 this is, on any production you're doing that, you're, you're putting performances together. Sometimes it's either easier than others. Uh, this one uh, was more difficult um, because of the lack of chemistry between, between the two. Um, but they were able to, James Wan and the editor were able to get it to a place where the end result actually works. And it's great. And in fact, that's the job of every filmmaker, right? Is to put all of the course. combinations together to make the most successful production. Absolutely. I'll tell you what has been marked as uh, exhibit number five. It's ALH18247. And this is a text message exchange between James Wan and Amber Heard. And you mentioned James Wan was the director of Aquaman 2, is that correct? And Aquaman, correct. And Aquaman the first one, correct? That's correct. All right. And uh, James is texting to Amber on August 25, 2018. You rated really high with the audience, exclamation mark, exclamation mark. Do you see that? Yes. This is August 25, 2018. What's going on on August 25, 2018 that would cause the director to send a, a text message to Amber saying, um, that'd be a test screen. We so during our post-production of movie, we test the movie with an audience, and the audience tells us what they liked and what they didn't like, uh, and so that's what he's referring to there. And they really liked Amber Heard, correct? Yes, she did. She tested well. It hit billion dollars. Is that correct? Exactly. Yeah. And more specifically, did you play any role in the determination to communicate to Amber's representatives? That Warner Brothers was considering not exercising her option. Um, yeah, probably in the sense of we had the conversations, and I believe, if I recall, we had uh, that's where Peter Safran offered to reach out to the agent uh, and express where, which direction we were leaning. Have you seen any document that says there was any chemistry issues between Amber Heard? and Jason Momoa in Aquaman 1. Documents? No, I mean, those were all conversations. But if Jason came back and Jason... Hello, hit the like button, no. ...that Amber Heard would play Mira, correct? That's correct. Okay. And Jason Momoa uh, was able to negotiate a different, uh, a, a different compensation structure, was he not, for Aquaman 2? That's true, he did, he did renegotiate. Now, Aquaman was the highest grossing DC film ever for Warner Brothers, was it not? Yes, it was. What, if any, issues did you have with Amber Heard in Aquaman 2? Uh, my understanding is actually the production went very smoothly. All right, thank you. Your next witness. Your Honor, we call uh, Dr. Colbert next, but I know we have a preliminary matter that we need to deal with briefly, if we may approach. Sure.
They're approaching the bench right now. Camille the deal. Camille the deal going out. Shouts out to everybody. It's beautiful morning. Taco Tuesday. Make sure you get you some tacos today, man. This is a day that you get tacos, man. You know what I'm talking about? New Ball Smack Podcast episode is up. Make sure you tap into that. Uh, put some good game on there. Right now, man, Johnny Depp versus Amber Heard in the morning, man. Going head up. War. It's been a war. It's been a beautiful situation, man. We had a lot of ups and downs, man. Right now, I'm feeling... Um, I'm feeling um, right now. I'm feeling Johnny Depp with the win. I'm feeling Johnny Depp with the win for sure. Yes, indeed, man. While we while while we got the downtime, blessings to everybody. Even if it's nobody, it's blessings, man. You know what I'm saying? Because it's a beautiful thing to be right here, right now, doing this. Also, man, we're releasing some new fabrics, man, at Ball Smack Streetwear. New fabrics going up today. Make sure you tap in, man. You know what I'm saying? What I have on right now is some shocking, you know, you might not be able to wear this shirt, man, but... You know, this shirt is like, you know, something I just had, man. You know what I'm saying? Just throwing on right now. Trying to get off some vibes to, uh, trying to get off some stuff on, um, you know, just put some pics out, man. You know, we just be posting shit sometimes, man. You know what I'm saying? Just be posting shit. Shouts out to everybody this morning. You know, this trial is going to be wrapping up soon. Um, to my understanding, um, Amber Heard's lawyers have very little time left to present their case. They got like four hours left. I didn't know how that went. I didn't know... Uh, it was a breakdown in in time allotment. Learning a lot about uh, learning a lot about the processes, man. Learning a lot about the legal processes. Yeah, man. Um, tell a friend to subscribe to the channel. Hit the like button on the way in. Tell you, tell, tell you, tell all your bitches to subscribe, man. How your bitches subscribe? Tell your homie the struggling out there, man. Tell them to subscribe, man. Tap into the boss, Mike Topsoil. Spread a word. Go on iTunes, man. Write me a uh, review, man. Even if it's negative, go on there and say, man, I don't fuck with this nigga, but I wanted to write this. Or go on there and say, hey, I fuck with this nigga. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Say what you want to say. You know what I mean? We ain't here this morning. 
Five snug ways, yeah. We back at it again. You know, we was gonna be uh streaming the trial. You know, I told y'all, man, it's a lot of streaming going on right now, man. We we getting up a lot of content, man. We catching up for lost time for not being in the live streaming game like we were supposed to way back in the days, man. But right now we in it. And since we in it, we in it and we doing what we gotta do to get it up there, man. So right now we we live streaming. You know, the trial right now, you know, highlighting, you know, the fact that all of this is brought upon us by uh, by lapses in judgment. You know what I'm saying, man? You know what I'm saying? If it wasn't for the suckerism of Johnny Depp, we wouldn't be here. So we got to praise that and give us content and the opportunity to, to highlight to hold the situation up to the light and examine it, you know what I'm saying, and be able to point it, point out uh, why it's bad for you and the youth can learn from this going forward in the future. You see what I'm saying? And, and it's a teachable moment. So tap in with the boss Mac top. So, man, you know, we doing what we supposed to do out here, man. A lot of content. Make sure you go check out that show that just got uploaded this morning at this new, new show. Hey man. And I'm going to tell you, man, we might have to come back tonight and do another one tonight because so much stuff is happening. And I think I missed a couple of things. Oh, I know I missed at least two critical things. I think I missed two critical things, man, and I'm going I'm to keep it a 100. I missed two critical things, man. You know, and we we can't afford to miss critical things because the game is, is, is essential to the soul, man. You know what I'm saying? The game is good for you out there, man, if you take the game and hold it to your chest. And let it let it let it enhance you, man. Be edified. Shout out to everybody tapping in right now, man. Man, you know it's a great day, man. Taco Tuesday, man. Today is one of them days, man. You know, in the middle of the afternoon when the sun's shining on you, man. You go over to your go over to the taco spot, man. Off the wall though, one man. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, you grab you some of them tacos, man, with them unusual agreements, uh, them unu unusual ingredients. I said agreements, them unusual ingredients. You know what I'm talking about? Like radishes and onions and you know what I'm saying? And you put a lime on there, you squeeze a lime on there, man. You know what I'm saying? Out here in L.A., man, you know they got the bomb tacos, man. So celebrate Taco Tuesday. You know what I'm saying? And get you some tacos and 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 you know what I mean? And you know, and 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 just enjoy the jet day. Be thankful. You ain't in a situation like Johnny Depp right now. Which a sucker is I'm on display just from dealing with this bitch, just touching this bitch costs you so much money, so much time, so much heartache. You got her out here counter suing you for a hundred million dollars. A human being that defecated in the bed over there trying to position herself like she's a bad bitch to be admired up on a pedestal. But 
she defecated in a bed and left it and went to Coachella the next day. She defecated in a bed and went to Coachella and rejoiced in Coachella and was hoping to get chose at Coachella by some great artist, probably backstage. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I apologize again. We have a few things to take care of. We're just going to go ahead and take our morning recess now for 15 minutes. Do not discuss the case and do not talk to anybody, okay? Do not do any outside research. Sorry, that was the same thing. And you heard that right there. They're going to take a morning recess. And while they're taking a morning recess, the boss, Mac Topsoil, will continue to spit game because I can. You know what I'm talking about? Now, listen here, man. If the doctor testifies, then is that WebEx? Okay, so I'll get that set up, too, while we take the break as well. All right? All right. We'll go ahead and take a break. Let's make it 10.50 to give him time to look at everything, okay? Thank you, Ryan. Thank you. All right. Yeah. Now, let me tell you something, man. It's a good morning. It's a blessed morning out there right now in the world, man, if you're breathing happy. You know what I'm saying? You're feeling good. You're doing all right, man. You know, it's a blessing and an honor, man. You got to be thankful. Hey, check this out also, too, man. Hit the ball, smack top. So I hit the, you know, I had to activate, act, I, I, you know, break bread, man. If you if the game is beneficial, put some bread on the books. You know what I'm talking about? You know, every little bit count. You know what I'm saying? We doing what we supposed to do, bringing this game out here for niggas. You know, we're going to, hey, I'm, I'm trying to tell you, man, I'm for sure coming back with another show tonight, man, because I forgot some. Man, it's a couple of, it's a couple of pieces that I needed to discuss, man, out there. Things happening in the game, man, you know, I I just like to talk about the game, man, because it's valuable to niggas, man. You know, it's essential, man. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and you know, if it's not talked about it, it can't get received. You know what I mean? So we're going to be putting, hey, man, we're going to be putting out some more game. Hold up. Let me see right quick. It was a couple of things I wanted to tap into that I saw that, you know, I kind of forgot. I want to go. I, I, I want to. Oh. I was looking at. Um, I don't know if I could really show this, but. You know, um, I was looking at. Fat Joe. And he was on um, Mav Hoffa. You know, Mav Hoffa got the, the barbershop talking, man. You know what I'm saying? Mav Hoffa. I was looking at some Mav Hoffa. And uh, Fat Joe was on there. And, and you know... You know how Fat Joe theatrical, man. Fat Joe theatrical, man. You know, he was on there talking bad. Um, 
He was on there talking bad about six nine, man. You know, I saw it, man. I was like, man, what is Fat Joe doing? Why are you talking so strong about six nine? And you know, YouTube, we got some. You know, Mav Hava. Well, Fat Joe. Fat Joe, man, he making a name for himself right now. I know he got to just be seeing viral stuff. But I, I just thought he went. Because we know all this stuff is true. About 6 9 we know. We know it's all true. But you know, let me see. Let me see about. Let me see if I can pull this nigga out. Fat Joe. Let me see. Warning. Takashi. Because I saw it. When you sat with him, and yeah. I was like, Joe is trying to put him on right now, and I'm gonna just be honest it. with you. Damn, you went there. Yeah, I went there. This nigga's a sucker. Mm. Oh. He's a pussy, a sucker, a bitch. So let me get yo. Okay. Now we know that. We know that, right? We know that. We know that. No, I'm dead sober. This dude here, this type of shit, this nigga doing, I'm convinced he wanna die. I don't yeah. wish it on him or nothing like that, but I'm convinced he's miserable in he, his body. He can't look in the mirror. Nah, I don't know if he gotta be. He gotta I don't know if I agree with that. I don't know if I agree with that. I, th I think 6ix9ine is happy. I don't know if I agree with that. I think he's he's got he got away with it. He got away with it. He just got knocked out. Joe, not even that. He got I'm not saying not everybody. Some niggas snitch for a living. Mm, yeah. Some niggas snitch on their mother. He yeah, got it. Hold on. Yeah. I'm not. 
Fat Joe be putting the extras. Extras, man. Saying that like, hard. I'm t- you're not listening to me. I'm listening. Some niggas snitch on their mother. And still being rap lyrics. No, no, I don't care about lyrics. Niggas snitch on their mother. Yeah. Do you get me? Some niggas snitch on their mother. Dude, do Fat Joe got on Beijing? Is that Beijing right there? Is that like a faint, a faint, like a faint Beijing? Yo, what you got? I ain't got nobody but my Get brother. the likes up. And they bring their brother in. Because <laughs> once it's time. <laughs> That's it. Well, I'm not lying. This is a fact. I know. I know. So it's it's fact. Yeah. Right? So now the man snitch, right? Cool, do you, whatever. How I did just you don't, know that? I don't like the taunting. I, I try to tell him. Yeah. Like, what happens? Like, yo, bro, listen, I didn't know if he really did it. I didn't know what was going on. The crazy shit is when I talked to him in that interview, I talked to him off the air, and he lied to me and told me, yo, this is just an image. I'm fronting this and this and that. <laughs> he told me that in front of Shoddy and them niggas. They were standing right there. I don't know. I don't know. Oh no. See, cause when you do, you, you gotta be ready. See, the thing is, see, when he do that, when he do that. Then you already know that the next thing is this right here, though. Like, you know what I mean? Like, this is the next thing. You know what I mean? Whoa. This the next thing right here, man. Going to war with Takashi. Can Fat Joe survive a war with Takashi? Will that help him? I guess I guess Fat Joe don't have no blemishes or nothing he's pretty good that's a young picture of uh fat joe there he's a young that's an old picture of fat joe right there that's that's going back in time and shit i don't know takashi bracken in other countries other countries Bracken in other countries. We're on the break in the trial right now. Amber Heard versus Johnny Depp. You know what I'm saying? They on a little break right now, a little morning break. You know what I'm saying? So we filling in the gaps. We filling in the gaps. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, we filling in the gaps with... Uh, 
some conversation and flavor. Shout out to everybody. Let me know where you're tapping in from. Uh, hit the like button on the way in. Let me know where you're, where you're hollering at the ball, where you're tapping in from. You know what I'm saying? Um, let me see right quick. Through some shit while we got that break happening. Um, like ninety. Shout out Jay Z. Jay Z been on Clubhouse a lot recently, man. Niggas is starting to emerge uh, from their shells and conversate more. There's a whole lot of more conversation. Going on out here right now, niggas be niggas be conversating more now. You know what I'm saying? I'm noticing this. Uh, everybody trying to get out there with their conversation. You know what I'm talking about? That, that quiet shit is dangerous now. I think right now, if you're not talking, you're getting forgotten. Jay Z speaking on Biggie. 50 year, uh, 50, happy 50th birthday to Biggie. 96, I want to say, 96, 95, was talking about, yo, let's go to Atlanta and get, you know, two big houses next to each other, blah, blah, blah. And I'm looking like, Atlanta? <laughs> I'm like, we're, we're the hottest guys in New York City, like in the world, in the Mecca. Why are we going to Atlanta? You think about Atlanta, how Atlanta is today. Yeah. And how influential Atlanta is, like you just see how much of a visionary this guy was. And you know, he was doing Brooklyn Mint, you know, clothing line, yeah. you know, back then. So all the things that that he was he was talking. Yeah. You know, big, big in like '96. I want to say '96, '95. But I knew Atlanta was, was popping. Let's go to Atlanta. But get, I knew Atlanta you know, was dangerous. Two big houses next to each other. Blah blah blah. And I'm looking like Atlanta. <laughs> I'm like, we're, we're the hottest guys in New York City. When the homie like, got in killed in world, Atlanta, in though, America. man, I was just Why like, fuck Atlanta, Atlanta you though. You think like, about Atlanta, how Atlanta is today, yeah. and how influential Atlanta is. Like, you just see how much of a visionary this guy was. And, you know, he was doing Brooklyn Mint, you know, clothing line, yeah. you know, back then. So all the things that, that he was he was talking about was just, like, way ahead of, way ahead of his time. Yeah. You know, big, big. Yeah. Jay-Z emerging, talking more now. Emerging, talking more now. All right. Let's see where we at. Um, like I said, they on they on a, a recess break right now. They on a little break. Hold up.
Hold up. This is what I be thinking about when I be watching trucks, man. Like, this. <laughs> oh, shit. Let me see. This shit right here, man. Whenever I be in traffic and I see truck drivers and shit, man, this is the type of. I know it'd be, I know this is stupid shit, man, but this type of shit I'd be. When I see truck drivers in traffic and shit, damn. Frustration. That's a frustrated motherfucker right there. He just, he just gave in. He just gave in to the frustration. That's the frustration right there, man. That's the frustration, man. Just bad day vibrations, man. You know what I'm saying? Just, just giving in to it. Giving in to the frustration. Yeah, man. We on break right now. I'm just trying to. Trying to keep it going out. You know, man, I'm going to keep it a buck, man. You know, sometimes, man, like. I just be like. Sometimes, you know, motherfuckers just be, motherfuckers just be like animals. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not, I'm not trying to disparage black people or nothing like that. This is go across the board, white, black, Mexican, you know. Sometimes, man, you know, it's just uh, self-control, man, like. Lack of, you know what I mean? Lack of self-control, man. Like, you know, and um, if you see your bitches, any any of your females engage in this, lack, look at that. Her order took too long. Her order took too long, man. 
at McDonald's. She was upset. Upset. Upset, man, and pregnant. Then, then she do twerk, twerk to leave. Okay, now, what? What was the purpose of the twerking at the end right here? Like, the the twerking part. You know what I'm saying, like. You know, she already pregnant. Um, she destroyed in there. Then twerk at the door, like leaving. You know what I'm saying? And what is twerking? What is twerking? What what is what is what is twerking? You know what I'm saying? Simulated sex. Simulated Simulated Yeah, you know. So you you know, why do the simulated sex before you leave and you're pregnant, you know, after violence? It's it's amazing, man. You know what I'm saying? I just uh I just like to highlight human behavior, you know what I'm saying? What where you know, what the what is what the motivation? Food took too long. The shitty food from McDonald's took too long to get there. Destroy and twerk. You know what I'm saying? Destroy and twerk. It's okay. Destroy. Get the likes up. Destroy and twerk. You know. And if that's your bitch, if you see that behavior in your bitch, you a sucker if you don't fire her right then. If you don't just say, oh, my God, I got to leave this bitch alone. If you continue with that bitch, then you are, you know what I'm saying? You co-sign. You co-sign the behaviors. You co-sign. You co-sign. I want to say, you know what? I want to shout out. I want to shout out. uh, I 
I got a weird shout out. There's a weird shout out I'm about to do, man, but I'm gonna I'm gonna shout it out. Shout out Flavor Flav, man. Hmm? Shout out Flavor Flav, man. He's still out here, man, doing his thing. Getting bitches pregnant at 60. You know what I'm saying? You know, ain't nothing wrong with that, man. If you got the bread, if as long as you got the bread, however many kids you want, man, especially if you're a legend, great. That little dude could parlay the Flavor Flav name into something in the future, maybe. You know what I'm saying? He could parlay that into, into something in the future, huh? He could do it. I'm feeling that. I'm feeling that. Shout out to Flavor Flav. And then after they post that, then after they post that, I was kind of tripping. After they posted that, They posted this. I'm stepping up, and I'm. I, I, I figured that was assumption. I, I figured you that was automatic when you said, but still owes tens of thousands. Oh my! That's the, I forgot that little part down there. Okay. Now this one. Okay. Now, all right. This make fucking bitches raw retarded right here. This is this this if you don't got it. <laughs> if you don't if you don't got it, this is retarded. It's retarded to fuck bitches raw. It should be if you don't got it, it should be illegal. It should be, man. It should be illegal to 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 fuck bitches raw. If the bitch, if a bitch could get pregnant, if she's if she could get pregnant, if a bitch could get pregnant, it should be illegal for you to fuck bitches raw. It should be illegal. If you don't got it. It should be illegal to fuck bitches raw. I don't give a fuck what nobody say. It should be illegal. You know what I mean? It should be illegal to fuck bitches raw if you don't got it. It should be, man. And she could get pregnant. Now, if she barren, if it's a barren female, then okay. You can do whatever. There's no chances... Of nothing happening except for diseases. And, you know. But if another human can be brought here because of it, and, and then you don't got it, that, hey, man. I know y'all niggas like ball smack. Ah, man, I don't agree with that. Hey, man. It is what it is, man. 
if if this right here. You feel me? Sixty, and then if you sixty, and you do it, and you don't got it, it should be even worse though. But at least he got flavor name. He got the name of Flavor Flav to parlay into something. You know what I'm saying? You know, let me see if they got um. Thank you so much, Maggie. Maggie is an excellent content. Oh, that's my guy. The other guy. Need attorney in there, man. Yeah, man, let me see. Hold on. Yeah, we still on break. Yeah, man. All right. Let's tap in. Let me see. Uh, we still waiting. Let me let that run so I know when they come back. And then... Um, let's go over here. Now... All right. Um It's beautiful. Oh man, it's a beautiful morning. Shout out to everybody. Beautiful morning. I look. Right now, we on like a little break. Get the likes up. Waiting for the uh, court to reconvene. Um... I think we're going to do another show this evening, man. We're going to do another show tonight, man. We got to get some more shit out there, man. Um, There's a lot going on right now. 
you know, it's a lot going on, man. It's just so much game to be really chopped. And, and uh, you know, so much game. There's so much game to be gotten. You know what I'm saying? And uh, evaluate it. Get the likes up. Get a like. Put a like on there for the boss, Mac. On the way in, man. Hit the like button, man. On the way in, man. Hey, you know what? I wanted to say, uh, I know a lot of niggas, man. You know, a, a lot of niggas know that the ball smack topsoil been extra critical The Boss Mac Topsoil been extra critical on the Migos, man. I've been I've been extra critical on the Migos. But I wanna say, man, I like they new joint. This new song with Quavo and Takeoff. I like that. I like that. I like that. I noticed something. I noticed something. I noticed something. I noticed something about them. I'm gonna make an I'm gonna make an evaluation analysis right now. Cause I noticed something, and I'm gonna bring this up again in a in a, in a podcast and a discussion with niggas. But I noticed something. I noticed something. You know, um, when I first became aware of the Migos, I got to tell you guys, when the Boss Mike first became aware of the Migos, they had Versace. I became aware of Versace. And that was Quavo and Takeoff. That was Quavo and Takeoff right there. You know what I'm saying? That wasn't even offset on that. That was Quavo and um that was Quavo and um Takeoff. Offset wasn't around. So I heard Versace and then I heard uh then I heard um I heard Versace and then I heard uh uh Chinatown 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 Them joints was was kind of popping Them joints was popping.
Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Um, I don't think, man, them niggas don't really, they got a different vibe without Quavo. You know what I'm saying? It's a different vibe around them without Quavo. And then when I listen to Bad and Bougie, man, I got I can't never forget that Lil Uzi is on that song, man. A lot of people just overlook Lil Uzi presence Lil Uzi Lil Uzi got some kind of spiritual powers out here over the youth man if 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 Lil Uzi jump on a tight song the song is just go up more it just go up more if it's a tight song if the song is decent it just go up more like I noticed that. I noticed that about Lil Uzi. You know what I'm saying? It just. It just go up more. You know what I'm saying? So I think that I think I think I think the Migos that bad and bougie benefit off of that. So I think them niggas, man, I don't know, man. Maybe they needed to get maybe they needed to not fuck with uh, Quavo for success. You know what I'm saying? Huh? That new Migo, that new Quavo and Takeoff is is, is kind of cool. Niggas should fuck with that. It got a different energy. It's a different energy with that cut. It's a different kind of energy, man. It's weird. It's a trip noticing little subtle things like that. You know what I'm saying? You know. Let me see if they, uh, if it's showtime again. It's still, they still ain't back. All right. I will hear it anyway. Shout out to Charleston White. Like I said, man, um, It was cool not it was cool seeing him not, you know, um he didn't do six hundred breezy that bad. I ain't gonna say he ain't I ain't gonna say he ain't He ain't doing him that bad. You know I ain't gonna say he ain't check me. Yeah, yeah, I ain't gonna say the young nigga ain't check me. The little nigga stand by six two. Uh nigga probably can be a motherfucker me uh defensive end, nigga, for one of them uh, NFL football team, nigga. So what y'all think? I'm going to fight that young nigga. That nigga 20 years, something younger than me. Yeah, but one thing I know about the young nigga, he didn't want to fight with all them chains around his neck, but he was upset. He was very, very angry. And the nigga Get the likes me. up. I, yeah, he don't know. I started to call the police on him right then and there on this motherfucker. That nigga tell me next time I see you outside this circle, what he'll do to me. Nigga, I'm damn near senior citizen level, and I'm disabled. You don't know that, but I have. I started to go put the police on him, motherfucker. Hey, officer, listen. You see that man in that suit over there? He threatened me earlier today when we... I ain't going to say he ain't checked me. Yeah, yeah, I ain't going to say the young nigga ain't checked me. The little nigga stand by 6'2". Uh, nigga probably can be a motherfucker me 
uh, defensive end, nigga, for one of them uh, NFL football team, nigga. So what y'all think? I'm going to fight that young nigga. That nigga 20 years, something younger than me. Yeah, but one thing I know about the young nigga, he didn't want to fight with all them chains around his neck, but he was upset. He was very, very angry, and the nigga threatened me. Yeah, yeah, he don't know. I started to call the police on him right then and on this motherfucking ass. Nigga tell me next time I see you outside this circle, what he'll do to me. Nigga, I'm damn near senior citizen level, and I'm disabled. You don't know that, but I am. I started to go put the police on him, motherfucker. Hey, officer, listen. You see that man in that suit over there? He threatened me earlier. Th Shout out to Charleston White, man. Shout out to 600 Breezy for not... Um, not putting hands on him, man, because I, hey, man, I'm quite sure he didn't need, he did not want to go back to prison, cause niggas, <laughs> oh boy, niggas would have been red big in prison. You know what I mean, man. Salute, shout out. Let me know where you tapping in from. Get the likes up. Let me know where you tapping in from. Let me know where you tapping in from. Salute. It's Taco Tuesday. Blessings, everybody. Blessings, man. We we this is the Amber Heard. Johnny Depp trial going up right now. We on break. You got to be thankful on this Taco Tuesday, man. You got to be thankful on this Taco Tuesday right here, man. If you are free out here in the air with a chance to get you a bag, with a chance to go get a bag, you, you got to be thankful. You should rejoice, be happy, be thankful, nigga. Man, things could be way motherfucking worse. Let me tell you something, man. Let me tell you something. Shit could be way worse. Listen to me, man. You know, you got to keep your head up, man. Now, I know y'all saw this. Uh, what? Um, now, I don't know if y'all saw this, man, um, I don't know if y'all saw this, man, but um, this was some weird shit I saw. Um, 
This is some weird shit where the For those who missed it, a man is seen arguing with a United Airlines employee at Newark Liberty International Airport leading into a bloody fight at the time. It was unclear what started the fight, but more details have been shared. The video starts mid-fight with a worker hitting the passenger who then socks the employee in the face. After receiving back-to-back smack, the employee eventually falls behind the counter and has trouble getting up and steadying himself. Dazed and confused, the employee gets back up with a bloody face, but seems to want to fight again. The passenger is identified as Laren Wong, a singer-songwriter. It's heard in the video that the employee started the fight, adding, I finish shit. I don't start shit. He also jumped on social media saying security had me bent Glad someone caught this on film. He was saying, while y'all were here, while y'all here, check out my latest EP. Oh, he promoted his, his EP. That's what's up, man. That's how you get your shit popping back. You got to have a fight, man. It'll make sense soon before I beat y'all ass. Oh, that's that, that's his new... That's his new EP. It'll make sense soon before I beat y'all ass. Now, according to the update by TMZ, law enforcement tells the news that the passenger was arrested, not the employee. Despite the passenger's claim, he didn't throw the first punch. Wow. Dude got arrested. Let's watch it. So he slapped him first. Okay, so maybe, maybe he got arrested because of the the second, the second, the second punch, the second punch, the second punch. You know what I'm saying? See, he know better than to hit him again right now. All right. Okay. Okay. We back at it. We back at him. But see right here, if we look, say the nigga came over there. Okay, now, see, bang, bang, all right. Boo! Now, that's it. If you just stop, Right here, it would have been all right. That 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 one right there was, I guess that that got arrested. It went too far right there, cause then you know, you know what I'm saying. That's probably what it is. That that's how they did it. You know. 
That's how they did it. That's what it was. What say y'all? Chief Wildfire out of Santa Ana. What's up? I got to remember that, man. Santa Ana, what's up? All right, let's see if we back at it. Oh, man. Get the likes up. Yeah, they back in the courtroom. They chopping it up. They conferring. They about to break the huddle. They about to break the huddle. They chopping it up. Everybody's chopping. We live in here Tuesday morning. It's up. Yeah, man. We in here, man. We doing our thing. It's a beautiful situation. The legal process. Amber Heard countersuit. Let me get some espresso working. Hold on. Yes. You ready for the jury? Yes. Okay. Sir, can you hear me? Yes. Can you hear me? Yes. Can you count to five for me? One, two, three, four, five. All right. I'm just trying to get you on the big screen. We're waiting for the jury. Just give us a minute, okay, sir? Thank you. seated. All right, your next witness. Uh, we called Dr. Colbert. All right, sir, if you could raise your right hand. Do you swear for him to tell the truth under penalty of law? Yes. Your Honor, I would just object that Dr. Colbert appears to have a sack of documents right in front of him. All right, sir, you can put your hand down and any documents you have, if you could put them away and just testify from your memory. Okay, sir? Thank you. Thank you, Your Honor. All right, your question. Good morning, Dr. Colbert. Good morning. 
Could you please state your full name for the record? David Allen Colbert. And what is your profession? I'm a plastic and hand surgeon. And how long have you been a plastic and hand surgeon? Been in practice for 26 years. Where do you currently work? At Cedar sinai Medical Center. How long have you worked there? For the past 26 years. Do you know the plaintiff in this action, Johnny Depp? I do. And how do you know Mr. Depp? What's going up? I had taken care of him when he had injured his hand. When did Mr. Depp become your patient? Sometime in March of 2015. Hit the like button on the way in. Provide to Mr. Depp. He had a fracture of his finger with soft tissue loss, and so um, we reconstructed his finger. When did you perform perform the first surgery on Mr. Depp's finger? I believe it was around March 20th of 2015. Yeah, to reconstruct his finger. And what was involved in that surgery, just briefly? Debreeding the devitalized tissue, putting a hypothenar skin graft, store some of the soft tissue loss that he had, and then also putting a pin in because he had a displaced distal phalanx fracture. What was the state of Mr. Depp's hand immediately after that surgery? I'm sorry, I think the audio cut out a little bit. Could you please repeat your answer? It, it was injured and um, had soft tissue loss and a fracture of his distal phalanx. And what type of cast was on Mr. Depp's hand after you performed that surgery? It was a plaster splint. And can you please describe to the jury what what a plaster splint would look like? So it's it's like a cast, but you don't want to put everything circumferential on it because of swelling after surgery. So and believe in Mr. Depp's case, it was like the two fingers. I think the third finger was the one that was operated on. So these two fingers, the third and fourth finger are together. And it's a splint with plaster on the top and on the bottom that goes um, around the hand uh, to protect it. How mobile was Mr. Depp's hand when it was in that cast? Well, he couldn't move his third and fourth fingers because of the bulkiness of the splint. Typically, postoperatively, it's a more. He got on Cedar Sinai merch. Surgery, so it's. You repping Cedar Sinai hard. Not very. Um, it gets in the way. Could Mr. Depp grab someone with that cast on his hand? <clears throat> I could, I, he could attempt to grab someone. I don't know how successful he would be. He, he had his index finger free and his thumb free, but the other fingers were um, probably not. Salute to the chat. How long Get the was likes, it uh... Mr. Depp's finger? 
about 11 or 12 days. And how was the pin removed? It was removed under local anesthesia in my office. How long did you ultimately treat Mr. Depp for his hand injury? For several months. And why was that? It was a bad injury. And we required a few more little office procedures to clean up the tissue. We had an infection uh, as a result of the injury. So we had to be on antibiotics for some time until it finally completely healed. Do you recall when the infection developed? It was a few weeks after the surgery, and that's when I took out the pen. When was the last time that you saw Mr. Depp? Hit the lights up. Uh, sometime in 2015. I don't recall when. And when was the last time that you spoke to Mr. Depp? The same. Around 2015. All right. Thank you, Dr. Colbert. All right, cross-examination. Good morning, Dr. Colbert. So you said that this plaster splint was put on, on after surgery on March 20th, 2015? Yes. And the, a plaster yeah. a plaster splint, is, is that sometimes called half a cast? Sometimes it's called half a cast or a soft cast, something like that, yeah. And it's, it's made of plaster of Paris, right? Correct. And plaster of Paris hardens like a cast does, correct? Yes. So other than the fact that it's a little smaller than a cast that goes around your whole hand, it's just as hard as a cast that would be put on a broken arm or a broken hand, correct? Well, it's softer on the side so the fingers can expand for swelling. So it's not fully, the plaster appears circumferential around everything. So there are areas that are softer to allow for swelling. But the parts that are covered with plaster of Paris are just as hard as any other cast, correct? Correct. And regardless of whether Mr. Depp could have grabbed someone with the hand with the cast on, he. He could have grabbed someone with the hand without the cast on, correct? Correct. Michelle, can you pull up exhibit 400, please? This has been admitted, Your Honor. All right. <clears throat> Permission to publish? Yes, yes, sir. Uh, Dr. Culver, I'm just going to ask um, Michelle here to just scroll through these pictures, and I'd ask you to take a look at them. Your Honor, I'm going to object for lack of foundation for these photographs. They're already in evidence. I, uh, with respect to the questions to the witness. They're in evidence. Thank you. Michelle, if you could go back up to that. Stop right there. Is there anything about the cast that was put on Mr. Depp's hand on March 20th, 2015 that would have prevented him from doing this damage to Ms. Hurd's closet on March 23rd, 2015? Objection calls for speculation. Overruled. 
I mean, he had his other hand available. So, no further questions. Thank you. All right, redirect. Dr. Colber, how many fingers were in the plaster portion of the of Mr. Depp's cast? I believe two or three. At least two were, and the third one and the fourth one. And why why did you call it a soft cast? Because it's not fully plaster doesn't go around the entire uh, hand because you allow for swelling. So there's plaster to protect the uh, fracture. So there's a little plaster on it, but it's on the top and the bottom, but it's not completely circumferential. So there's soft spots to it. And, and where are those soft spots located again? Get the likes Usually up. We put a piece of plaster underneath the fingers and on top, and then the sides of the fingers, it's soft so that the fingers can swell after the surgery. Could Mr. Depp have hit someone with the hand that had the cast on it? He could have hit someone with it. It probably would have. Um, I know this bitch ain't insinuating that he hit a motherfucker while his hand was fucked up like that. Did you ever <laughs> notice any damage to Mr. Depp's cast when you treated him after the surgery? I, I don't recall. That's not, not nothing that comes to mind. Could Mr. Depp uh, form a fist with, with the cast on? No. No further questions. Thank uh, you, Dr. Kohler. All right. Thank you, sir. That completes your testimony. Thank you. All right. Your next witness. Plaintiff calls Richard Marks, Your Honor. Mr. Marks. Is we live? We live. We got a live one, not a deposition. Just give us a second. Sir, you've already just reminded that you're still under oath. Okay, sir. Oh, we got live in the studio. Come on now. Live in the courtroom action, huh? That's what we be needing a lot. I don't like them depots. Oh, it's a deposition. Damn. Fuck. Fucking deposition. I mean, he's on video or some shit. Damn. Courtrooms need to step up their live, they live shit better. Oh, no, he's in the building. Okay. Good morning, sir. Okay. He's in the building. Welcome back, Mr. Marks. Welcome back. You've testified in this case previously, but would you just um, briefly remind the jury who you are? I'm uh, Richard Marks, and uh, I'm a uh, full-time entertainment transactional attorney. I make deals uh, every day for productions and for individuals. I'm in the trenches negotiating. In the trenches! In the trenches! You hear the language. That's um, what I'm talking about. And I'm very much distinguished from uh, the other side's expert who is not an attorney, who's not in the trenches making deals. 
is not in that day-to-day process. Oh, he's coming with fire. All fire. Yeah. Come on now. <laughs> wait a minute. Wait a minute. Oh, wait. Wait. No. It stopped. What? It stopped. I gotta change. I gotta change channel. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. It stopped. Oh, wait. Wait. What's up? They feed. Okay. My opinion as someone who's made deals uh, as a deal maker for almost 50 years is that uh, she calls herself an expert, but she's not. She uh, doesn't have the background. She doesn't have go. the day-to-day uh, knowledge. And her testimony that I heard Fire. did not back up her bottom line. Mm. If you want to get those figures, you have to show why. Uh, Let's just go! And again, uh, it, it, she was constructing a Jenga without the bottom. Uh, ah! it, it does not hold up under scrutiny by someone who makes deals. Let's go! No further questions. All right, cross-examination. She ain't even had no bad thing. Go ahead. Say what you want to say. I, I ain't even got a lot to say. Say what you want to say. Good morning, Mr. Marks. Good morning. What's happening? <laughs> so you agree that studios use comps to negotiate deals, correct, with actors? Sometimes they do. And you have an issue with the comps that um, Ms. Arnold used, correct, as you testified to? I have an issue with the comps that she <laughs> says she used his that tone. she didn't disclose. His tone is authority. The comps being the actors that you just talked about. She did disclose. I mean, she disclosed the actors. Get the lights she up. Come on. actors and budget figures from their movies. She never disclosed their salaries and salary history as comps. It, you're not offering a different set of comparators that should be used, correct? I'm saying if you are going to... That's not my question. Are you offering a different set of comparators than what Ms. Arnold used? I, I'm, I'm not uh, here uh, offering uh, comparators. I'm saying what she offered are not, not comparators. That was, my, that was my question. You're not offering comparators, correct? No. I would say that Ms. Hurd's comparisons sir, are where you That was my question. Motion to strike after the. Oh, no. All right, we'll strike after that. Just answer the questions, Mr. Marks. Thank you. Now, you're a deal, you're a deal maker, correct? Yes. What actors have you negotiated for in superhero movies? <laughs> uh, well, recently uh, I've acted, I've negotiated for um, uh, Chris Pratt in a, a superhero series for Amazon. I've negotiated uh, a deal for. Uh, Michael Douglas, not in a superhero movie, but a, a historical movie. 
I've negotiated recently uh, a deal for Paul Rudd and Will Ferrell on, a, on an Apple series, uh, Billy Crudup on an Apple series. Have Those you, are the recent talent deals. What actors have you negotiated for a superhero movie? Movie. Um, as I sit here now, I can't remember a superhero movie uh, that I've uh, uh, negotiated. Uh, I've certainly negotiated over my career um, uh, franchise movies uh, and fantasy movies. Uh, uh, Your Honor, so it's no, you haven't negotiated with any for any actors for superhero movies, correct? So you would define like... Um, uh, I don't know, Jungle Book uh, isn't a superhero movie. It's more of a fantasy. Okay. So, so, no, correct. Your answer okay. is no. All right. So as I sit here, I can't think of a... Of a, of a uh, that's a little hole in this shit right there. That's a, that's movie a, that's a, that I've uh, negotiated, although I know there's one or two in yeah. there. Now, you testified and you agree that Mr. Momoa negotiated his multi-picture contract for, for Aquaman 2, correct? I heard uh, Mr. Hamada say there was a renegotiation, uh, but no facts were uh, uh, pro-offered, such as he didn't have an option. Uh, his options were out, what he was earning and what he renegotiated to, and he is Aquaman, man. So yes, I did hear there was a renegotiation. And you understand that his salary went from three to four million to $15 million. If you tell me that, I haven't seen his contract and I haven't heard it. Yes, $4 million. Would you agree that the money Amber was making on Aquaman 2 or 3 would be her market rate for future studio movies? I would think it would be her rate for su uh, future studio superhero movies, uh, but not necessarily studio movies that aren't superheroes that could be standalone that could be other type of studio movies but for super but for studio superhero movies it would be four million dollars correct if i was uh, uh miss hurd's agent that's where i would start assuming everything was equal the budget of the superhero movie that she was uh, uh in the ensemble there's a lot of uh, ifs to look at but all things being you, equal. You agree that Aquaman was a breakthrough role for Miss Heard, wasn't it? Uh, Indian Lock, salute. It's, it's salute to Jamaica in the building. Indian Lock. Icon Locks, my bad. My bad. Icon Locks. What's up with it? Jamaica in the building. It's a breakthrough movie to be in that film and in the ensemble. Absolutely. And she was the female star of that of that movie, correct? I believe so. You would agree that for all of the actors Miss Arnold listed as comparables, their career trajectory went up after their breakthrough, correct? She didn't give us the raw materials to look at, but I'll take your word that all those unrelated actors in unrelated films, except for Jason Momoa, they went up. In your As did Miss Arnold when in, she went from one to two. In your experience, can you identify an actor or an actress who's not been able to get a new studio movie after a breakthrough performance in a superhero movie? Uh, as I sit here now, I haven't been asked to, to opine on that. 
but there are lots of supporting characters in movies that don't appear in the next Oh, Pine, huh? But the but a female star in a breakthrough movie in a superhero movie, can you identify any actress who's not gotten another studio movie after that? Uh, well, after Miss uh, Bird's breakthrough in 2018, she did get Aquaman 2. Aquaman 2 was already... Okay. She had the option for Aquaman 2. All right, correct. so she did... Uh, Miss Hurd did not get any movies after... Uh, 2018, long before the Adam Waldman statements. Other than Miss Heard, can you identify any actor or actress who's not gotten another studio movie after their breakthrough in a superhero movie? As I sit here now, I haven't been asked to research that, and I and I can't. That okay. would be a normal uh, uh, thing. And you're you're not providing an alternative number for Miss Heard's damages, correct, for the jury? Correct. I'm not uh, providing an alternative number. I think, uh, you know, she's been more than uh, adequately paid. I'd move to strike after no, I've not been provided another number. That's all. I mean, my question was you're not providing another number. I think it's in fairness and the full answer of the question, Your Honor. It was a, it was a yes or no question. He said his answer was no. I'm not going to strike it. Okay. All right. No further questions. All right. Redirect. Um, Mr. Marks, uh, in response to some questions from Mr. Ladehaf, you were um, discussing some franchise and fantasy uh, movie agreements that you've negotiated with uh, actors. Could you just describe some of those for us? I, you know, I've had such a long career that I mainly forget what I've done, but. I negotiated all the contracts for uh, uh, Pinocchio, if you will, that was produced. Uh, you know, um, uh, you know, is coming to America the the original? Is is that a fantasy movie? The Golden Child is that a fantasy movie? Uh, <laughs> uh, the Golden yeah, Child. And, and by the way, I okay. negotiated contracts uh, and ultimately the film wasn't made uh, but as I sit here now uh, those are the only ones that come to pass if I was looking at my my resume or uh, going through my files I might think of others but there isn't a deal that I haven't made and I think you also um, testified in response to Mr. Nadelhaft's questions that you um, have negotiated some deals for um, Chris Pratt and Paul Rudd. Do you recall that testimony? Yes, these are for a streaming series. Do you happen to know if both of those actors have played Marvel superheroes? I, I believe uh, uh, they, they have, but don't quote me because, you know, that's not my genre. Okay. Um, no further questions, Your Honor. All right. Thank you, Mr. Marks. You can, uh, you're free to stay in the courtroom or, or you can leave, okay? Thank you very much. Thank you. All right. Your next witness. Plaintiff calls Michael Spindler. Michael Spindler. Michael Spindler. You've testified previously, correct, Mr. Spindler? All right. Just a reminder that you're still under oath, okay, sir? Yes. All right, thank you. Right. Yes, sir. Thank you. Good morning, Mr. Spindler. Good morning. Uh, can you remind the jury who you are and what you do? 
Yes, I'm Michael Spindler. I'm a forensic accountant. I'm a CPA, a certified fraud examiner, amongst some other certifications. I'm uh, with uh, B. Riley Advisory Services, a national firm that does forensic accounting, bankruptcy and restructuring work, and business uh, valuations and appraisals. I've got over 40 years of experience. Are you familiar with the testimony rendered by Ms. Arnold in this matter? Yes, I am. Do you understand that Ms. Arnold testified that Ms. Hurd has suffered economic damages resulting from three statements made by Mr. Waldman? Yes, I do. Do you have an opinion of that claim? I do. All right. Hit the like button on the way in. You know how we do. We following this. It's a beautiful situation. We love it. We all here. We love the legal processes. It's beautiful. Watching the justice. Watching justice with Boss Mac. On Taco Tuesday, tap in. Hit the like button on the way in. Check out the most recent podcast episode dropped this morning. Probably do another one tonight, man. Thanks, Mr. Spindler. Now, you indicated that you would listen to Ms. Arnold, and she testified on behalf of uh, Ms. Hurd relative to economic damages. Have you formed an opinion as to the testimony and opinion rendered by Ms. Ar- by Ms. Arnold? Yes, I have. And what's that opinion? It is not adequately supported, and it is unreasonable. There were multiple elements to that analysis, Um, both damages related to her film career and to endorsements. Have you analyzed both those issues? Yes, I have. What is your opinion of the claims that have been asserted relative to the film career and endorsements? Okay, well, first of all, with respect to her damages calculation. There was no calculation, per se. Um, She initially looked at these comparable actors and seemed to use that as a basis for numbers. She didn't provide the underlying calculation. She didn't provide underlying support. Uh, And then it appeared as though uh, in her testimony she backed away a little bit from that, but she still suffers from the issues of Get the likes not up. providing detailed calculations or support for where those numbers come from. 
and she still to some extent appears to be using some kind of comparable analysis. All right. What is the type of analysis that you think is appropriate here? Well, I think, and as you heard from the last witness, I think that something that is anchored in facts, uh, taking a look at anchored historical compensation as a basis for anticipating future compensation. Had you looked at Ms. Hurd's prior compensation? Yes, I have. I've looked at uh, tax returns that were provided for the period of 2013 through 2019. Why do you want to use historical earnings? Well, once again, you want an analysis is anchored in fact. Uh, I don't believe that Ms. Arnold has done that in her analysis. So here we've got some actual data. We've got some historical compensation. And as the last witness mentioned, that often provides somewhat of a basis for future anticipated earnings. In addition, uh, I believe that Ms. Arnold herself said that she had hoped to be able to look at a renegotiated salary for Aquaman 2 and then use that as a basis for future compensation, that being uh, the new kind of base, if you will. Uh, were there any years in particular that you focused on in your analysis as to uh, Ms. Arnold's testimony? Uh, in terms of uh, the, the historical compensation? Yes. Well, for 2013 through 2019 in total, her compensation was around $10 million for all those years combined. Uh, in 2019, the last of those years, her compensation was uh, somewhere between about $2.6 million and $3 million. Now, that's a good year. That's known as a clean year. What do you uh, mean by a clean year? Well, clean year. No. Example, 2019, you had... Aquaman was released clean in December of 2018, and that was a successful... Remember that term, clean year. So in 2019, you've got the benefit of that kind of success, uh, and you also don't have the any potential impact from the alleged defamatory Waldman statements that uh, occurred in April of 2020. So 2019 is clean of all that. What did you understand Ms. Arnold's methodology to be? Her methodology initially appeared to be based on these comparable actors that she had identified, and theoretically, the compensation that they earned, although she doesn't identify what that compensation is or provide any support for it or any calculations. What is your opinion of that methodology from an accounting perspective? Uh, that methodology was unsound. It's just unsupported. Uh, there are no numbers. There's no data that she provided as support for that. What methodology did you understand Ms. Arnold to adopt at trial? Okay, well, it looked like somewhat of a mix and match approach. She used different approaches, I believe, for different elements of the damages although it's, it's still a little bit unclear to me, a little bit vague, but uh, there are four basic components that she was looking at, uh, and uh, we can go through those in, in any order you wish. All right. With respect to the television series, series portion of her analysis, what do you understand uh, that 
methodology to be. Okay. Objection, Your Honor. May we approach? All Hit the like button on the way in. Hit the like button on the way in. We tapped in right now. Nothing like that good court TV going on, man. Hit the like button on the way in. I feel like Johnny Depp got the win. Hit the like button on the way in. Make sure you tap into that new episode of the Boss Mac Podcast to drop this morning. We back the up. Earnings from television shows. What was, did you analyze what historical earning um, Ms. Heard 
had during the period that you were concerned with relative to television shows? Well, yes, during 2019, she entered into a contract in July of 2019 to uh, appear in a television series at $200,000 per episode. What about endorsement deals? Did you look at what she had made on endorsement deals during that period? Uh, she did have a contract with L'Oreal uh, at $1,625,000. All right. With respect to her movie roles, what were her, her historical earnings during that period? Well, uh, Certainly for the most recent years, you had the, um, the Warner Brothers deal, which was a four-picture deal. The first film was $450,000. Then the first Aquaman was $1 million fee, base fee. Then $2 million for Aquaman 2. And uh, presuming that there was an Aquaman 3, that would have been $4 million. Okay. Um why do you look at historical earnings as part of your analysis? Because you want your analysis to be anchored in facts. Uh, you want it to have a sound methodology, and you want to come you up want with it to be anchored in facts. So, if you take a look at, for example, um, the analysis that Ms. Arnold did, it didn't okay, appear no, to be. Let's let's just look at the analysis that okay. you're doing. Um, <laughs> so. Um, what you said, I think, is you wanted them anchored in facts. Why? Because that provides a sound basis for coming up with something with reasonable certainty. Uh, there's AICPA, or American Institute of Certified Public Accountant, guidance with respect to reasonable certainty. And those are the basic elements of it. Thank you. No further questions. All right. Cross-examination. Hello again, Mr. Spindler. Good morning. I'm going to ask you a few questions that may refer to the statements in Amber's counterclaim against Mr. Depp. Um, when I refer to those statements, I'm going to refer to them as the Depp-Waldman statements. Do you agree that we can both be on the same page what I'm referring to when I say that? Uh, that's fine. You can I'm use sorry. your terminology. I'm sorry. There's objections, sir. Hold on. Can we approach? Okay. Get the hit the like button on the way in. So, Mr. Spindler, when I refer to the Depp Waldman statements, you understand me to be referring to the statements in Ms. Hurd's counterclaim against Mr. Depp, correct? I'll understand that, yes. Now, your 
you're here to provide a, a rebuttal opinion to Ms. Arnold's, part of Ms. Arnold's testimony, correct? Correct. You're not providing an opinion on whether Ms. Hurd suffered defamation by Mr. Depp, correct? That is true. You're not offering an opinion as to what any of the underlying facts relating to whether Mr. Depp abused Amber, correct? That's correct. You're not offering an opinion as to the magnitude of damages that you believe Ms. Hurd may be entitled to if she proves defamation by Mr. Depp. You're just reviewing what Ms. Arnold has said, correct? That's correct. And you said that you want your analysis to be accurate in, in facts, right? Anchored in facts. Anchored in facts. You'd agree that what an actor earns in one period isn't necessarily reflective of what he or she may earn in future periods, correct? Correct. And that's because there can an, be increase some variability. In roles, yes. an increase in the number of roles may lead to greater income, correct? I'm sorry, could you repeat that? I was uh, speaking, I didn't hear. One of the reasons that what you earn in one period may not be reflected of, reflective of what an actress may earn in future periods is because an increase in the number of roles may lead to greater income, correct? The number of roles or the particular project itself, yes. Sure, getting better roles may lead to greater income, correct? Correct. And the same is true for an endorsement. As, as an actress's profile grows, the amount of money that she may be able to earn from endorsements grows as well, correct? It can. So it depends. what Ms. Hurd earned from, say, 2013 to 2019 that you testified to isn't necessarily reflective of what she might earn over the next five years, correct? Not necessarily. It is a good indicator, though. And you'd agree that from 2013 to 2019, in terms of earnings and star power, that Ms. Hurd's career trajectory was on the upswing, correct? There was a, a, a slight increase during that period of time in her earnings from 2013 through 2019. And you'd agree that that was as a result of getting more lucrative roles, right? Yes. Now, you're not a causation expert, right? You're just a damages expert? That's correct. So you're not testifying as to whether the Depp Waldman statements caused her to lose any roles, correct? That's correct. And you're not offering any opinion as to whether the Depp Waldman statements kept her from being considered for roles that she otherwise would have been considered for, correct? That's correct. I'm not testifying on causation issues. And you can't speak to what opportunities may never have materialized for Amber as a result of the Depp Waldman statements, correct? Uh, yeah, I've not done those calculations. And you don't have an opinion about whether or not Ms. Hurd could have renegotiated a contract for Aquaman 2, correct? That was not part of my work. And you don't have an opinion on the impact that additional exposure or press coverage or magazine covers or interviews would yeah. have on Ms. Hurd's career, correct? Correct. I'm just looking at Ms. Arnold's calculations. You've never served as an expert witness before to calculate damages based on lost roles by an actress resulting from defamation against that person, correct? I've been involved in defamation cases, but I've not done uh, the calculations as an expert witness and testified there too. And there's never been an instance in which you have served as an expert witness in a case to calculate damages based on alleged defamation against an actress, correct? Correct. And you're not offering any expert opinion on what impact the alleged defamation by Mr. Depp has had on Ms. Hurd's career, correct? 
I'm sorry, one more time? You're not offering any expert opinion on what impact the Depp Waldman statements hit the like Depp button on the way in his career, correct? Other than taking a look at Ms. Uh, Arnold's uh, calculations. And you're not offering any expert opinion about what impact, if any, social media coverage of this case or of Ms. Heard may have had on Ms. Heard's career, correct? You're correct. That's other experts. Can we approach No further questions. Thank you. All right. Amber over there looking right. tortured. Ms. Finley, you can have a seat in the courtroom. Looking like they torturing her. All right, your next witness. Plaintiff calls Doug Banya, Your Honor. Okay. Can you spell the last name for me? B A N I A. Thank you. Get the likes up. What's this? Is this a new witness? What is this? Somebody came from the back. He <laughs> came from the back. Oh. It's up. So just a reminder that you're still under oath. Okay, sir. Thank you. Good afternoon, Mr. Banya. Good afternoon. Mr. Banya. Can you briefly reintroduce yourself to the jury, please? Uh, yes. Hi, Doug Banya. Um, I am from Nevium Intellectual Property Consultants based in San Diego. I um, value intellectual property. I provide litigation support uh, in infringement and defamation cases, as I'm doing today. Infringement uh, and, use, and defamation. Uh, and social media analytics and both of those services. Since you last testified in this case, the jury has heard testimony from Ronald Schnell and Catherine Arnold. Are you familiar with their testimony? Yes. Were you asked to analyze their testimony and provide opinions in response? Yes, I was. Have you formed opinions in response to the testimony of Mr. Schnell and Ms. Arnold? I have. Generally, what are those opinions? Uh, generally, um, you know, Mr. Schnell provided no evidence of uh, a correlation between the Waldman statements and the hashtags and the spikes of those hashtags on Twitter. Uh, second, based on my internet and social media analytics uh, investigation, uh, I've concluded that the uh, Jason Momoa's actors that uh, Miss Arnold uh, came up with are not comparable with Miss Heard. And then thirdly, um, Mr. Schnell uh, and Ms. Arnold uh, both failed to provide any evidence of, of a, a causation as it relates to the Waldman statements uh, causing any economic harm to Ms. Hurd. Let's, um, let's dig into those opinions a little bit. Um, you're familiar with the testimony of Mr. Schnell that there are more than 2.7 million alleged negative tweets related to Ms. Heard between January 2018 and June 2021? Yes. And what's your understanding of how Mr. Schnell identified those particular 2.7 million tweets? 
Yeah, so essentially Mr. Schnell um, chose hashtags that he felt were negative uh, towards Ms. Heard. Uh, those hashtags uh, range from uh, justice for Johnny Depp, um, Amber Heard is an abuser, Amber Turd, and the hashtag, uh, we just don't like you, Amber. So then he used those hashtags and he searched through, using the Twitter API, uh, searched through various tweets and then came up with any uh, uh, tweets that were using those hashtags. Did you conduct an analysis of those tweets? Yes, I was given that exact, uh, uh, the data that Mr. Schnell used on a hard drive. So yes, I, I, I dug into that data as well. And what was the purpose of your analysis? So what I'm trying to do, and what's at issue of the case today, uh, today at this point is, you know, were these tweets, did they contain the Waldman statements? That, that's what we're, where we're at right now, are the Waldman statements. So I wanted to analyze those tweets to determine uh, which ones, and if any, uh, contain the Waldman statements. And what's your understanding of what the Waldman statements are? So my understanding is there the three, there's three Waldman statements that were published uh, in the Daily Mail. Uh, the Daily Mail is a, a, a UK tabloid, and um, Mr. Um, Arnold um, was quoted in, the, in three of those articles, um, and those dates were on April 8th, 2020, uh, April 27th, 2020, and on June 24th, 2020. And my understanding that uh, Get the likes up! Quotes. Um, those quotes, I, 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 sorry, I, forget, I think I said the wrong name, but those quotes uh, are the only... Uh, Amber Turd. Uh, in this case. They're saying Amber Turd in the courtroom. the timing of the tweets that we were talking about as compared to the timing of the Waldman statements? And that's exactly what I did. So I wanted to look at the Waldman statements, look at the dates uh, that they happened, and then analyze those as it compared to the Twitter data that I had. Have you prepared a demonstrative that reflects that aspect of your analysis? Yes. Um, Your Honor, may I approach? Yes. Please. Please, your counsel. It's up. Let's go. All right, so 1293 will just be marked for identification as demonstrative and can be published to the jury. Mr. Vanya, can you explain to the jury what this demonstrative shows? Yes. Um, so this shows um, the total hashtags and tweets uh, that Mr. Schnell was analyzing. Uh, this is the summary data. It uh, Damn, the tweets that are running from January 2018. Like that. Uh, 
uh, to June of that is 2021. Truly beautiful. And again, uh, these are related to the four, four hashtags that I discussed. Um, whenever I get an assignment such truly as this, beautiful. when I'm dealing with a, a defamatory statement that's allegedly gone viral online, uh, where there's economic damages involved and there's a lot of data involved, I like to take the data and I like to do a, a 30,000 foot view of the data to see what I'm looking at, to see if there's anything interesting, odd, different about the data. And, and the first thing that I noticed is 35% of the tweets were prior to the Waldman statements. So again, remember my assignment is to determine if the Waldman statements are part of the, the, the tweets uh, that Mr. Schnell analyzed. So obviously, if uh, these tweets were prior to the Waldman statements, in no way could they have anything to do with the Waldman statements. So th that was the first uh, issue um, that I noticed. Then I noticed uh, what I like to call kind of the alleged defamatory time frame. And as I discussed, that's when the um, uh, Waldman statements were published. That's the date down here. You know, the first one was in the beginning of April, and, and the last one, which is the third one, was at the end of, of June. But what I found interesting is only 2% of all of the tweets happened during this Waldman statement period. So really, these are just observations. And for me, there were red flags that I made note of. And then I just continued with my analysis. Um, what other work have you performed in connection with forming your opinions about the purportedly negative tweets? Yeah, so now I realize that 35% are irrelevant and 2% you know, only happened during this, this important period. I just continued to dig into the 2.79 million um, uh, tweets that Mr. Schnell provided. And Tom, can we take that one down? And Mr. Banya, have you prepared another demonstrative that um, depicts that analysis that you were just described? Yes. Your Honor, may I? Okay, first? yes. All right. Okay, we'll just see if he has an No, just get, I'll give you time to look at it, sir. All right, plaintiffs. If you turn on your microphone, I'm sorry. No objection as a demonstrative. Okay. All right, plaintiffs exhibit 1294 will be marked for identification as a demonstrative and will be published to the jury. Yo! Mr. Banya, can you explain um, what this demonstrative shows? Get the likes up! Yes, this is showing um, the various spikes um, as it relates to the hashtags that Mr. Chanel uh, testified about. This is actually an exhibit or a demonstrative that he used in his testimony. Uh, what this is showing uh, are the large, largest spikes related to the hashtag justice for Johnny Depp. Uh, I don't know if you remember his testimony or, or any of his demonstratives. The other three hashtags did spike at the same time, but a very small spike. So what I'm showing you here are, are, are the six top spikes in Mr. Schnell's analysis. And what's important here again is the very first spike, 
and the largest spike, again, uh, happened before the Waldman statements. So what I'm trying to figure out is what tweets were related to the Waldman statements. So this number one spike, which is the biggest spike, was prior to the Waldman statements. So it's irrelevant to the case. And then the second thing I noticed that was interesting here is here are the dates in gray right here. Um, this is the time in which the Waldman statements Get the likes up. And you're going to notice, as we discussed before, only 2% of the tweets happened during that time. But I found it very interesting for such a viral event that has potentially caused such economic harm, there's no spikes in this area. And actually, you're going to see that Mr. Waldman, you know, uh, his... Uh, a statement came out here in the, in the first April 2020 article, then the second one came out here, and then the third one came out in June. There's actually a downward use of the spike, uh, downward use of the hashtags. So I'm not seeing any correlation uh, as it relates to uh, the Waldman statements and, and any spikes here as it relates to Amber the Mr. Chanel chose. Did you analyze each of the spikes that are depicted here? Yeah, so what I did is um, I looked at the six different spikes, and you're going to notice that each spike represents uh, a month. So uh, the second spike uh, you know, is July of 2020, and so on to the sixth spike going to April 2021. And what I did is, I don't know if you remember my last testimony when I went into Google search, and I'm able to go into Google search. I went in and I typed in Amber Heard. And then after you hit search, you can use the tool and you can go back in time. And I chose each six of these dates to go back in time to see what, what was the media talking about back then. You know, what, what was the, the general public being fed as it relates to Amber Heard back during those spikes. And what I found is none of them well, I actually analyzed the top three search results because they represent 50 to 70 percent of what people click on. And that's why I realized that none of them had anything to do with the Waldman statements. Are you aware of Mr. Schnell's testimony that the tweets using the four hashtags he looked at were mathematically correlated? Yes. What does that mean? So what Mr. Schnell is saying uh, which is irrelevant to this case, is the four hashtags that he randomly chose, they, they tend to go up and down together. And that's why he had these spikes here. So the correlation there is how those four hashtags work or dance together going up and down. But first of all, the hashtags have nothing to do with the Waldman statements. And the fact that there's a correlation with, with the hashtags is irrelevant to this case because we're dealing with the Waldman statements, which none of that correlation analysis he did had to do with. How do you know that the correlation doesn't have anything to do with the Waldman statements? Um, can I clear this at all? No. Oh, yeah. Um, well, first of all, I know because that that would happen right here. You know, if 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 when Mr. Waldman, one of his quotes was published, you would see a big spike right here. And then you would see maybe a little noise down here. And then the third time you might see a big second time, a big spike and the third time, a big spike. That's not here. So that's telling me there's no correlation between the Waldman statements and, and this hashtag use. 
And then I've actually provided evidence that there's no correlation because I analyzed each of these spikes and none of them had to do with the Waldman statements. Is mathematical correlation the same as causation? No. Why not? I mean, uh, correlation is simply a relationship between uh, two or more variables or two or more things. Uh, in this case, uh, the, the correlation question is, did when, when, when the, um, Get the likes statements up. were published, at the same time, did you see a correlation with spikes in these hashtags? And again, you, can we clear this? You, you see none of that right here. It's actually a downward trend. There's no spikes, there's no correlation. So, you know, again, Mr. Schnell proved, provided no evidence of any correlation. What correlation opinion did he provide during his testimony? Well, he provided the correlation that the four hashtags, you know, spike together. But again, those, A, the hashtags have nothing to do with the Waldman statements. And the facts that they're correlating or moving together is irrelevant to the case because the case is about the Waldman statements. So what is causation then? So causation is where one thing causes a change in the other. So as it relates to this case, did the Waldman statements cause Ms. Heard to have economic harm? In other words, did the Waldman statements cause Ms. Heard not to make as much money in her career? And again, Mr. Schnell provided no evidence of this. Uh, Ms. Arnold provided no evidence of this. And as a matter of fact, during Ms. Arnold's testimony yesterday, she didn't even know what causation was. You know, she was asked, do you know the difference between causation and correlation? And she said that she's not a semantics expert. We're, we're not talking about the words. You know, when it comes to damages, you have to prove causation prior to calculating damages. You know, so there is no causation that's proven here. Uh, therefore, a damages uh, uh, analysis is not appropriate. Did you hear Mr. Schnell testify that he agreed with your opinion in this case? Yes. And what's your understanding of the opinion that he agreed with? Well, he agreed that he failed to link the spikes in the uh, hashtags on Twitter to the Waldman statements. Did he try to do that? He, well, he tried to do that. But again, well, again, his analysis was looking at the word Waldman and looking at the word Waldminian and then trying to say that 25% of the tweets included those two terms. But first of all, Waldman isn't the issue here. It's the Waldman statements. And Waldminian, I don't even know what that is, but it's not relevant to this case. We can, I think, take that one down, please, Tom. Mr. Banya, what other work have you done in connection with forming your opinion? Get the likes up. Testimony? Again, the assignment was to determine if the Waldman statements were part of the, the tweet. So I continued to dig in, uh, you know, to the data. Uh, I believe the next step is now that I've excluded, you know, the 35% that was before the Waldman statements because they were irrelevant, I wanted to really analyze from the April 2020 forward to see if any of those tweets, uh, you know, were contained the Waldman statements. Did you prepare a demonstrative that reflects that analysis that you did? Yes, I did. Your Honor, may I approach again? All right. Yes, ma'am. 
Any objection, sir? No objection as a demonstrative. All right. We'll mark it for identification as plaintiff's 1295 as demonstrative. Published to the jury. So, Mr. Banya, did you consider um, the content of the statements made by Waldman as part of the work that you did? Yes. Yeah, so here I reviewed the Waldman statements again. And what I wanted to do uh, is I wanted to determine what, uh, if any, tweets included the Waldman statements. Uh, so what I went, I uh, went back to the Waldman statements and I, I came up with you know, you know, key terms and key themes uh, for, for those Waldman statements, which are listed here. Uh, uh, you know, the Waldman statements were about abuse hoax, sexual violence hoax, and fake sexual violence. So what I did is I, we're now dealing with a 1.2 million tweets because you know, we're starting in April 2020 because that's when the Waldman state, uh, statements uh, started. And what I did is I searched the 1.2 million um, tweets, you know, for Search these Searched uh, the 1.2 uh, million phrases. tweets. How long does and that I take? And I determined that there were 751 tweets that included those key terms, uh, which is 0.06% of the 1.2 million. And then as I was sifting and sorting and analyzing this data, I, I realized that a lot of these tweets had the exact same language. You know, it was interesting to see it was the exact, exact same tweet because I'm analyzing the language to see if it matches uh, one of these three. I realized that a lot of these tweets were retweets, likes, uh, or shares. So therefore, I eliminated uh, any of those and it came down uh, with 95 unique tweets. And then what I did from there is I analyzed those to determine if any of these terms were in there. And I, I identified five tweets that were related to the Waldman statements. Do any of the hashtags... I believe Johnny Depp is trending. ...from the Waldman statements? No, no, they don't. And, uh, you know, because I am rebutting... Um, Miss Arnold, you know, her testimony yesterday, she was saying that the Waldman statements caused these hashtags. Then throughout her, her testimony, she walked that back and admitted, no, none of these tweets have anything to do with the Waldman statements. They don't include the Waldman statements. You know, these hashtags are only hashtags that Schnell, in his opinion, felt that they were negative towards Miss Hurd. Based on your expertise, what are your overall opinions about Mr. Schnell's testimony and the Twitter hashtag data? You know, Mr. Schnell provided no evidence that any of the tweets uh, were related uh, to the Waldman statements. Um, Mr. Schnell, there's no correlation there. Uh, he also provided no evidence that there's any causation that, you know, the Waldman statements caused any economic harm towards Ms. Heard. Your Honor, I'm about to switch to a different topic. I don't know if you want to break now or push. All right, it's going to be a, a little while, I assume? A, a little bit more, yes. Okay. Yeah. Let's go ahead and break for lunch, ladies and gentlemen, okay? Do not discuss the case and do not do any outside research, okay? And the second half of, of the first half of the day is done. The first half of testimony is done. The first half of the day is done. Uh, 
We will be back for the second half of the trial testimony. We will be back. All right, we'll come back at 140 then. Is that right? All right, thank you. Tap in. Yes. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for coming out. The Top Mac Nigga Show is a Ball Smack Industries production.